Hello, this is 3 Minute Egghead, a podcast about research at UC Davis, with Andy Fell. Prozac, or fluoxetine, is widely used to treat depression and other disorders in both adults and children, but we don't know much about its side effects in pre-teen kids. Uh, my name is Mari Golub, and my current title is as an emerita adjunct professor in the Department of Environmental Toxicology. Fluoxetine, Prozac, belongs to a class of drugs called Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, or SSRIs. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter, and it's secreted into the um, synaptic cleft in order for neurotransmission to take place. And then it's taken back up into the neuron. So this reuptake is what's blocked by the, the SSRIs. And because the reuptake is blocked or diminished, then more serotonin is available in the synapse, and this seems to facilitate processes that are impaired in some other way. Well, fluoxetine is a very, very widely used drug, and it's come to be used in children. It's approved by the FDA for use um, for depression in children and also for um, obsessive-compulsive disease in children. But it also has come to be widely used in autism and ADHD and um, anxiety, especially in anxiety. But the issue that's difficult to approach is the possible side effects in children. Are they going to be the same as the side effects that adults see? Are they going to be different in the in the younger and developing um, children? Uh, are they going to make a difference in the development in the child that would last past the time that they're taking the drug for therapeutic purposes? And um, it's very difficult to do in children because there are not going to be any experimental studies in children. You're not going to give the drug to children that don't have any need for it. Instead, Golub recently completed a long-term study of fluoxetine in young monkeys. Like humans, rhesus monkeys develop for several years before they become adults. So there's four entire years in which their brain is developing. They looked at the effects of the drug on the animal's sleep patterns, growth, impulse control, cognitive function, sustained attention, and emotional responses. With Christoph Turk in Germany, they looked for biomarkers that might show how the drug was metabolized. One of the problems with SSRIs and and with many of the drugs that are used in psychiatry is the proportion of people that respond is not 100%, it's not 90%, it's not 80%. It's more like 50 to 60%, and then the placebo effect is maybe 20, 25%. So that means that many children will start on the therapy who are not going to benefit from it. And we were hoping to find some sort of a metabolomic marker that would tell us which children are more sensitive to the to the treatment. So we looked at interaction of the drug with a, with a uh, genetic polymorphism, which is very commonly thought to be involved in various psychopathologies and psychological disorders, which is a monoamine oxidase. MAOA. We found, in many cases, we found sort of a confirmation of what had been found either in the children and the adults, but in an experimental setting under control conditions, which I think is very useful to understanding the validity of the effects in the more complex situation where adults are in. There, there was an effect on sleep in that the sleep was disrupted at night, which is very similar to the finding in humans. So the social interaction, we found that the fluoxetine promoted social interaction, which would go along with its, its use in therapy for social anxiety. We found an uh, attention impairment. For the learning and memory and cognitive flexibility, we didn't ha- see any deficits.
which was an encouraging result. We found no effects on growth. We found an effect on impulsivity. Christoph Turk in Germany found biomarkers linked to lack of impulse control. If the metabolic response to the drug followed certain pathways, then the individual was prone to be more impulsive when they received the drug. There was a link between response to the drug and genetically high or low levels of the enzyme MAOA. The, the main core difference that we saw was greater effect on emotionality in the low MAOA uh, polymorphism group. So this may be a clue also in treating children or in deciding whether to try fluoxygen in children if, the, if their genotype was known. If clinicians could predict how a child would respond to a drug based on their DNA, that opens the door to precision medicine tailored to the patient. Golub is retiring from research, but she's hopeful that the findings will be useful. I felt very good about the negative findings. I felt very good about confirming the size and, and specificity of the positive findings. And um, I'm hoping that going forward that, that clinicians will be able to start to use this kind of information. Maybe they'll need to confirm it in children and children with different disorders. But if a child is having a sleep problem or if they're having um, a social interaction problem or if they have a compound diagnosis, perhaps some of this information will be useful. Thanks for listening to 3 Minute Egghead.